Welcome to the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. We're going to explore ways to sharpen our diagnostic skills, find learning resources, and hear from experts in the automotive field. Hey, what's going on, automotive world? Welcome to another episode of the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name is Sean Tipping. I'll be your host once again for this week's episode. Joining me on the show is Tommy Oliva, the used module king. Uh, he's been on the show before. Always great to get to talk to Tommy, uh, especially when he's sharing uh, some of his vast knowledge of the automotive world. And uh, that's what's going to be happening today. Today, we're going to be talking about module programming equipment. Uh, this specifically pertains uh, to aftermarket equipment, right? So not the factory stuff. Um, you know, we talk a lot about EEPROM. Some of the stuff isn't necessarily EEPROM, some of it is, uh, but we're talking about like cloning modules, uh, the equipment necessary for used module. If you're putting a used module in a vehicle, how do we make it work? And I've talked about some of these tools in the past on the podcast, I've had other people on like Pedro and Mike and their EEPROM class. And this is really where that centers around is what tools are out there? What are our favorite tools? Um, what's some entry level stuff? What are the big guns? You know, if you're spending a lot of money and then when do you invest or get into this at what level? Uh, like when does it make sense what makes sense for you? Uh, how do you determine that? Um, so we're going to talk about some tools. We're going to talk about the reasons why you might get into this and more. So uh, as always, enjoy talking to Tommy. Hopefully you will as well. With that out of the way, let's jump in. I got some new headphones because I had been using the stupid earbuds forever. I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I thought <laughs> you stole some... them from your kid's PlayStation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what they look like. <laughs> you stole Papa Smurf's headphones. <laughs> They only had one color. He looks like a broke-ass Sean White. <laughs> oh, man. That's perfect. What's up, man? Oh, not much. I am so glad that it's Friday. It's been a hell of a week. Um, it's like everybody took Monday off, and then the rest of the week went nuts, and everybody needed it. I need it now before Friday. Um, everybody wants to close their books. That's why. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, not my problem. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, it's been a good year. Uh, yeah, I'm awesome, wrapping up dude. the year myself and, uh, definitely, uh, happy with, you know, how it went. It's been a lot of work cause I went out on my own in May. So mm -hmm. it's a good chunk of the year full time and, awesome. um, I'm, I'm doing well. So what about you? I don't know, man. I feel like I took, I take three steps forward and then five backwards but i'm not bad i'm still debating on what to do but i'm i'm blessed i'm busy the module stuff is keeping me pretty pretty happy pretty occupied you know okay uh the shop uh yeah i i, I the more i do it the more i realize i really just don't like being in a shop anymore like i do mm -hmm. but like um 
I guess I just don't like being in my shop anymore, man. So I, I built a, I don't know if you can see, I got built an office in my house because I had so much R&D work that I wanted to do, man. But I'm sitting at the shop. I would get there like at five and five, five. No, like, no, no I get up at five. So I get there like at six and some change. Uh-huh. Uh, that way I can keep up. We open at nine. So I, I figured screw it. You know, I got a couple hours and I can just, you know, do some board work and practice and like just, you know, play around. But no, I'd have I'd be knee deep in diag, so I'd get there and be like, ah man, I gotta figure this car out. Mm-hmm. So I just found myself waking up early just to do diags, and I'm just like, you know what, man, I don't want to do this. So I decided to, uh, and then plus, you know, obviously, um, travel time in Chicago isn't that great, so I lose time there. So I figured, you know what, man, I'm gonna build a little office in the basement. I don't have a lot of space, but I made it work, and I'm just gonna buy some doubles of some equipment, and I'm just gonna go. Be, be able to play at home, I like play around at home instead of being on my damn PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it kind of makes a separation between all the stuff that pulls you away at work. Yep. And okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm really happy I did it. Um, I brought like half, I was, <laughs> and I'm glad this is a, this is a funny topic for me this week. Cause I'm, I, I actually brought home like half of my, half of my programmers. Okay. I brought home half of them, but I left the. I think I left the big boy at the shop. But I bought. I brought like for example, my hex prog. I brought some VVDI. Actually, I brought home the tablet, and I'm gonna leave my VVDI stuff at at the at the shop, like proggy and and the rest of it. Uh, MB. Uh, what the hell else? A oh, VVDI too. Uh, I brought home the the VVDI stupid big ass tablet. I brought home my hex prog setup. I brought home. Uh, with all my CDG, CGDI stuff, my FC200, my MB, uh, and I left at work my Flex and my ACDP, and yeah, like I said, the other, the rest of my VVDI stuff. Okay. So yeah, I split them, I split them off, so that way, no matter where I'm at, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much covered, unless I'm doing something specialty, then I'll, I'll move the stuff around if I have to. Sure. I mean, I know doing mobile, there's just stuff that makes sense to leave at home. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't even bother bringing certain things with me because I know I'm going to want to do it at home on a bench, good yeah. lighting, all that stuff. So I yeah, don't screw I don't that bother. shit. Yeah, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, there's no way I'm going to be doing it. It's like, my fat ass isn't going in the back of my MV200 to try to, <laughs> to, try to do some board work. No, nah, man, you got to wait, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking yeah. it home or taking it to the shop. Yeah. So. Well, and there's something to be said to be like just hanging out in your underwear, working on a module, and you know it's it's much more peaceful than in a work environment. So yeah, I can just, just turn kinda... off my damn phone and then just get to work instead of like, hey, how much are you charging for some brakes? I got my own <laughs> brakes. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. And it's funny that we we're talking about uh, so what is this a module shootout like a comparison or? Yeah. What um, to get, what to buy. Programmer comparison, um, review, or uh, just our personal opinions on some of them. Um, yep. Yes, sir. Right now, as, as it sits, out of all the ones you have, which is your favorite one? Um, I, I definitely think that changes, uh, you know, uh, as time progresses. <sighs> right now, boy, I've been the most impressed with the ACDP for what it can do for the price. I've been, I, I didn't expect as much from it as it's been able to do. I I guess I should say that. Um, so I don't know if that makes it my favorite because it really depends on what I'm doing, but, 
Um, I keep coming back to that thing. I'm like, oh, wow. And it, it did that really simply and well. And all the um, all the adapters that they have for it. Yeah, you got to buy them all. But man, does that, that make it slick to connect to uh, modules easily? I like that. I, that little bastard ass tool, man, has been one of my favorites. And I got mine cheap. I think I have like a, I don't know. Like, I may not be lucky for a lot of things, man, but I, I am lucky sometimes sourcing tools, man. I ended up paying I, maybe like 300 bucks under retail for the set I bought off of some guy in, like, outside of Philly or something. Okay. And then I just, I just added on modules, man. Like, I would see a sale sometimes. I would just buy a module. Probably mm-hmm. not even going to use it, but I bought them. So, I have pretty much all of them except some of the newer ones that, this, that came out this year. Okay. But for the most part, I, I have... You know, some of the the adapters for like, you know, some of the M, like the set that I bought had basically, it was basically all BMW. Mm-hmm. So I bought all the complimentary modules and the board ones. Um, I have the Jaguar KVM one, JLR one. I have all the ZF adapters, except okay. for a new one that I just found out about. So I got to get that one. Okay. Um, I also have... Uh, like the BMW key renew one for some damn reason I bought it. I don't even know why I have, uh, the one that I've been looking at would be like the MB refresh one, like the, for the, uh, modules. Oh, but okay. I, I, I mean, fuck, I have CGDI, uh, VVDI. I, yeah. You know, auto. That's, that's the thing is when you have two or three tools to do the same job, you're like, Oh, do I really need another one? Of course, I, I do. Uh, I'm finding I like to have at least two tools to do the same job uh, in case one of them doesn't work for one reason or another. Yes. 100%. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, man, when it comes to some, some of this module stuff, man, there's no, there's no, there is no service information, man. There ain't, there isn't shit. You're on yeah. your own. Yeah. And based yeah. on other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, um, for me, man, like, you know, I'm really torn. Like, cause like if I'm talking about a specific module cloning tool, I still think like how much money I made versus what it cost me. I think hex hex prog is so far my, my favorite. I mean, okay. You know what I don't like about it is that it's, it's like some of the stuff that works well. Like, I mean, some of the modules you can do on the bench works very well. FRM repair is amazing. Um, the price point, I mean, it's seven hundred and fifty bucks right now. I mean, right now I think it's like seven hundred dollars. But uh, then you then you have um, uh, what's it called? Then you have the, uh, the uh, subscription. The subscription, which it's a little weird, but I think I get it. It's like eleven hundred bucks for year one, and then it's three hundred dollars after that. Okay. Okay. Yearly, so it's not it's 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 that nice uh nice price point because like I was talking to a friend of mine today like. I don't really like tools that you don't pay for updates because it usually means they don't have an objective to update shit. So what you see is what you get. Sure. I'm not saying that's true, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I don't what I don't like. Right. Uh, the yeah, there'll be some support for the tool ongoing if they're if they're putting out updates for it continually. Um, so I mean, I mean now. Some of the stuff that it does, you have there's you have to put in some work. Like you have to remove chips, and you have to move them around, add resistors and stuff like that. Okay. You know, and then when you start getting into like the the big boys, like Flex and K Tag, I mean, 
they do stuff, they do it well. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier, but now you're in the you're in the big bucks territory. Yeah, that's the other thing is how much money do you want to dedicate towards this and are you going to get your return on investment? Uh, I think it's all dependent on how much of it you're doing and how much of it you're willing or able to seek out, right? Like can I can I get that market local to me and talk to all the shops and start doing this stuff and then yeah, maybe it makes sense for a flex, but if you're going to do a module every six months that's that's hard to make that yeah especially sense, if, you know? if and it also depends on what mo- what what are you seeing in your market if all you see mm-hmm. is a bunch of american crap in your area then this is this, it's pointless mm-hmm. there's so many other tools you can get that can fill the gaps that what you can't get away with practical programming but like um at least i don't know you have magic right yeah flex yep. yes i do what do you what do you think about it what do you what do you like that's about all- it it's awesome. Um, I probably haven't. Well, I know I. I know I haven't used it to its full potential yet. Um, but more and more all the time. Lots of BMW for whatever reason. I've been getting a ton of that. I just did a, a DME for an N twenty. Uh, what was it? A seventeen point two point nine. I did that last night with Flex. Um, nice. And it was yeah, it easy, was smooth, easy. Um, so that's a. I'm glad you brought that one up. The seven. That that one is uh. That's the N20 module, right? Like the one yep. that has a. All right, so if I just I did one a couple of weeks ago, so I did it with various tools, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see which one's easier. Um, not for nothing, the X one for me was easier because I bought the 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 bench adapter for it. So it was yeah. just plug in, plug into the tool, and that's it. You're done. Read that it was, right. Oh, so that was actually I was doing the same thing. I, I think I sent a screenshot uh, last night saying, hey, it was something about the ISN, and that was with ACDP, and that one was actually easier because it had the adapter. Correct. You just go yeah, right on Holy the shit, man. I think it's like, what, 10 or 11 cables or something <laughs> like that you have to hook up with Flex? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at least you don't have to open it, which right. with, with no, with no matter which tool. Those those things are not fun to open. Right. Um. The... uh. Uh, yeah, so ACDP, I don't have that plate because I was actually the, the project that I was doing was kind of interesting. Hopefully, I'll, I'll talk about it in the future, but we're not done with it yet. Um, the project that I'm doing, um, that's really what I wanted to use because one thing I do hate about ACDP is, or at least maybe it's me, I need to talk to somebody who knows the tool a little bit more than I do. Uh, I didn't like the fact that I couldn't, like, I read the file with Flex. But I it, I didn't figure I couldn't figure out how to import it because ACDP what it does have is a uh, checksum calculation for that module, but you have to read it with the module. And mm. I would have had to buy the stupid ass adapters for ACDP, and they were like 120 bucks. And then you know of course a week out, I'm like, nah, man, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I just read it with hex and hex, you know, boom, ISN. But it didn't have an ISN editor, which is what I what I needed at the time. Sure. So ACDP supposedly would, was able to correct the VIN and the and the and the ISN. Supposedly, I don't know if it works or not. I was really interested to find out. Yeah, I I didn't do it on that module. I did on a different uh, BMW. I don't recall the number right off the top of my head, but that that ISN editor does function at least on the one that I tried. Um, oh yeah, I mean I've I've played I've uh, the the most important one that I've done was the MSV80 
which I bought one of the little BDM boards for. Mm-hmm. Um, now you don't even need that. They uh, they have a another another module that just connects straight to the straight to the straight to bench. And yeah. um, I uh, I went and I uh, I just threw it. You know, I I just used hex. Did what I had to do. Um, figured out how to get the calculation done. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, fuck, man, I don't feel like paying 120 bucks, but. Going back, I I think I'm just gonna order them just to have them to so see if it, it would have done what I needed what I needed done. Okay. Um. So I don't own Hex. I I never did purchase it. Is it mainly engine computer stuff, or is it beyond that too? Yeah, it's a little programmer. It has all the the, the files to repair uh the footwell modules for BMWs, Mini Coopers. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it does does some trucks. It's like a I consider it like a less advanced version of, of Flex, honestly. But man, for the price, dude, I mean, it, it does a lot of really a lot of a lot. I mean, that was the tool I had for about a year or so when I was doing modules. And honestly, like there wasn't really anything that I wasn't able to do. The only problem is, again, it's like like I, I like I made this comparison to somebody, right? Like in, in the in this type of game, there is a there's tools like we're, we're, we come from flat rate life, right? Like tools, like you, you can make the argument that if you buy a, you know, $900 impact from Milwaukee, that it won't, it won't make you money. It won't, they won't pay you more for, for, for buying the tool. But if it helps you get the job done faster, then that's how the tool pays for itself. And that's kind of how it was like, you know, a SIM 2K341 module, um, it's basically just three boot pins with with flex. You crack it open, three 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 pins on the BDM frame, and bam, we're done. With hex, it's like yeah, you can do it, but you need, you need to remove this, and you need, you need to add three resistors here and there, mm, and you okay. know, like it's it's more time. Sure. So that's kind of how I've looked at programmers. Okay. And you know, like, do you have uh, do you have the new Kes Kes three? I don't. Yeah, I I've been on the fence. I I want it, but I I don't know if I need it. Yeah, I I haven't I haven't run into the necessity to have it, but um I hear it's a pretty good tool. Yeah, I mean, as Alien Tech makes some great stuff, man. Um but they um I just at the time I went with Flex because uh I mean, I'm in, I'm in Chicago, man. We use modules and more of my shit and their ZF cloning is second to none at this point. Mm-hmm. ACDP is was what I used previous to that, but it's quite cumbersome. I don't like it too much. Okay, it's a little uncomfortable, and then the the cord is like fucking a foot long, so you kind of <laughs> yeah. just have to do this and one of these shits right, figure right. eight. And <clears throat> uh-huh. It's easy when the when the transmission is on the is on the bench, but when it's on the car, like some of the Grand Cherokee, they're like like the, the, the one of the uh, one of the the, the charger is a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you uh, use your phone to interface with it? I have a tablet that I put it on. Okay. That's smart because I did it yeah, on my phone and people no. are calling me while I'm trying to use yeah, it. Yeah, no. So. <laughs> no, no, no. Besides, I mean, honestly, like, it's not it's not a hard install, but it really was a pain in the ass to get it to work on my PC. That's where I mainly used it. It's synced up to my PC right now. Mm. That's where I, I like to use it, actually. Sure. Um, you use it on your damn phone, man, and then if, especially if you have an Android phone, it floods all your pictures with with the downloads and stuff like that. But the new version, I think, is, is it separates them into a different uh, to a different folder. Which mm. so I might put it. I've been thinking about putting it on my work phone, but I mean, like I said, I have a Android tablet with it. 
Okay. Okay. I wonder if you put it on an iPad. So I have an iPad. Oh, so with I with with uh, with iOS, it's, it works perfect. There's okay. no. I mean, it actually works a lot easier with with, with uh, Apple stuff. Yeah. Oh, because that's my phone. It's a iPhone, and it mm-hmm. does. It works slick, except for when people are trying to call me when in the middle of using it. So <laughs> maybe yeah, I'll move it fun. over to the tablet. Um, yeah. Actually. So it, Mm-hmm. Uh, I just started using an iPad for work. I uh, I got one, and uh, man, that's I, I should have done that a long time ago for wiring diagrams and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. like, I mean, so. I, I use I use that. I didn't like the tablet. Uh, I played with Pedro's uh, rugged tablet. I didn't like it. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't feel like it's something I like. I would enjoy doing every day. So okay. I, I have I don't do a lot of mobile diag anymore, so I really don't care. But yeah, that's why that's actually why I had the tablet and and for Ytech. Sure. It was pretty. It was pretty cool using it that way. I think, or you can use your damn phone. Um. So where do you think somebody would be best starting off if they want to get into this sort of stuff? So personally, man, I think you need to realize what what are you getting because your market in. But fuck Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as mines, New York, uh, Florida. So I think it's it's if you're trying to get into module cloning or whatever, you need to uh, like research what what have you what you what you haven't been able to do. Like a Ooh, lot yeah. of a lot of our friends in the industry, uh, I've told them like, hey man, don't say no, just. Just tell them you need a few days with it, ship it to me, I'll do it for you. You know, you make a couple bucks, give me whatever, and then just as long as you, you know, you generate the business, and then you go back a couple, let's say we do it for a year, you go back and you'll be like, yeah, you know, I did a bunch of GM stuff, I did a bunch of this, okay, so then now what's what's the best bang for my buck right now? At least that's that's my, my opinion, because mm-hmm. then you can buy overall. The one thing that if, uh, the one thing I really kind of regret man and i mean i I caught some slack for this but i don't give a shit i mean i spent a lot of money buying cheap ass tools man i mean i spent a fucking uh, fortune on a bunch of cheap ass fucking tools and i just ended up just upgrading Mm -hmm. so my my thing is like do your due diligence and make sure you uh you research your market and go from there am i telling you to buy flex off the top no i'd never i'd never say that but depending on what you're what you're gonna see you can buy as you go you can go start off small like i said i I think i think overall my winner for somebody who doesn't want to spend too much money has to be acdp Mm -hmm. you know because of its versatility because you know even though hex is a great tool and i like it it doesn't do keys or or sure i it does now do global a modules from what i was told i haven't used it to see if it works or not i'm probably gonna play with it at one point Okay. Um, just to, I don't know, for fucking shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I haven't uh, tried it for that either yet. Um, do you think, so let's say somebody wanted to do this. They wanted to, okay, I want to try to tackle a certain brand, maybe BMWs or something like that. Does it make sense for them to get the factory tool for whatever they're going for before they jump in this way? I mean, should a, you? That's a great question. And I'll answer that question. It depends on your market. Okay. And the reason why is because, what do they call me, man? They call me the damn used module king. Okay. And do you know how I got my that name? 
I imagine you've done a few reviews modules. Fucking <laughs> Keith Perkins in the middle of the class. Oh, okay. I was I was sitting in the class and he said something. I'm like, nah, man, that's not you know blah blah blah. He's like, hey man, this is Tommy. He's a used module king. I'm like, he's like, most of my stuff is new. So he's in he's in Tulsa. So for the most part, most of the stuff he's done is new. Mm-hmm. Most of the shit I did was used, mainly because ninety percent of the modules I installed or program were swap gnostics. You know, um, so I had to kind of learn how to do that first. Now that my market's a little bit different and I service different client, different types of shop that cater to different clientele, I've gotten more more into new stuff. Okay. So if you're in a BMW shop, I mean, it would make zero sense not to have the factory tool. Just know its limitations. Mm-hmm. You know that if you're not doing a, a brand new N20 module, then you're, you're not, it's a paperweight. There's nothing you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Because obviously BMW, BMW won't even, if you take, let's say for example, if you put a different motor in your car and it has values in that in that, in that engine control module. So even if you try playing with that, you'll get error codes, you'll get all types of stuff. So BMWs do not play when you change their hardware and their software. So that's why it's, it's very important to to know your market and know what, what you're getting yourself into before you start investing in tools. Sure. Yeah, no, that's... Uh... That makes sense, and I mean, a tool that I I I have a love hate and relationship with would be the Auto the IM series. Okay, what's my the love? Hate, what's the hate? My 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 love for it is it's also like a must have in anybody's arsenal. It's just so versatile. It's a key programmer, you know, pin puller. It's a you know, you sit down and you couple it with the with the XP four hundred. Now you have a key programmer. Then you have a cloning. Then you have an MCU reading tool. The EEPROM functionality of the tool are marginal. Yeah, but it can do some stuff. I mean, it'll read EISs. It'll read WCMs. Like there's a lot. There's there's a lot it does. Do I mean shit? It even has. It even has. Uh, you can even copy a SEM module off a of, off of a Range Rover. Yep. I don't like how they do it, but it can still get it done. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 also a very important tool, but its, fo- its main focus is keys. My hate for the for the tool is that it pretty much nuked locksmith markets. Like we basically shot ourselves in the foot because I have one that has a lifetime update, and yeah, it, they cornered the market, man. And now now the because it's so easy to do keys now with this tool, mm-hmm. everybody's doing keys. So now yeah. people, you know, so that's why my. I'm pretty confident that I don't do as many keys because I just refuse to, to, I refuse to compete. So that's, yeah. that's my, that's my hate with the tool. Oh, I totally understand that because it, it does really hold your hand through so much of the key stuff. It's Man, just like I, clicking buttons and that's, you don't really I, have to I, know a whole lot much else. Man, I started keys. So when I started with keys, um, it was probably like around fifth. No, not even like twelve, thirteen. I didn't cop. I didn't copy them or anything like that. I just I would program them because you know you place the module, you need to program keys, blah blah blah. And that that tool was absolutely trash in the beginning. I had like a, my first key machine was a stupid sixty five dollar AliExpress special that was a clone of uh 
I forgot the name of the tool that it cloned. It cloned one of the big boy uh, locksmith tools at the time, and yeah, that thing was uh, that thing was uh, was a beast, man. For the price, I mean, it, it just didn't. It, it would do the functions, but it just wouldn't like. It wouldn't pull any pins. It wouldn't do any calculations. Nothing. It was just a straight up key programmer. So okay. then I had to learn how to get around, how to find pins, where to get them. You know, it, it was all a learning process. There was a Facebook back then, so I just kind of had to figure this thing out on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, at the because at the time the tool was uh, advanced diagnostics cornered the market. Man, their tools were like second to none. But man, have you ever have you ever actually used one like one of those old Zedful uh, tools or T TMP Pro Pro Code, whatever the fuck they were called? Jesus. Seen them online. I've never yeah. used one. They weren't hard to use, but shit, dude, like they were like fucking expensive, and you had to pay every time you used it. It was like thirty bucks. Mm. Tokens or whatever. Yeah, it was token based. You bought tokens ahead of time, loaded it, and then you know you went off. You did your your key jobs or whatever. But um, but yeah, now it's like pff, everything's in the palm of your hands. Everybody's a uh uh a locksmith now, running around right. with a dolphin <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I got too. So, uh, hey man, I love my little dolphin. Yeah, no, that thing kicks ass and bounces around in the van and does yep. a fantastic job. So, for what, um, what it's worth, what you're gonna make off of keys now, anyway? Right, right. Yeah, I've I've been lucky um, where I'm at. It's it's not as saturated. Um, a lot of the locksmiths around here don't even have interest in automotive side of things. They're more focused towards you know homes and what, whatever else they do but um it's been he's been good for me um but i could see if you're in a big city and you got a bunch of people just scraping the bottom of the barrel um that's gonna be that's gonna be like you say pointless to even compete with or try to compete with because you're not gonna make any money no. i mean you can make money it's just like, do you really want to make money like that? And that's mm-hmm. that's personal choice. I mean, it's a, I, I don't care. I just don't. Right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to partake in that. Yeah. It was somebody calls me, you know, and somebody's quoting them like 40, 50 bucks to do a key. And of course, it depends on what we're talking about. But it does not even make sense for me to drive to that shop to no. do that job. Even if it, like, exactly. I could go but do for, something some- else. But for somebody who doesn't know how to do anything else, then 40, 50 bucks, 40, 50 bucks yep. for 10 minutes of work. Sure, sure. So that's that's kind of why they do it. At least I, I I think. I don't know. Okay. But um, in terms of like of, of, of ROI, what's the – do you know the, the – the, I think it's three times the purchase. Mm. I think that's that's that that is like like I wish Dutch was here, but he would he wouldn't be able to tell me what the ROI is for a tool. And I think he said it's three times the investment. Yeah, within a, a certain month, over a twelve month period. Right, right. That that was the thing was the time frame. I didn't know if that was one or two years. Um, I thought but, it was a year. I don't know. Okay. I mean, okay. Because trust me, man, I'm not that great of a businessman. <laughs> I wish yeah. somebody would pay me a couple hundred k to just sit there and do. Research and man, brick shit, man. I I I sell everything. I said peace out. I'm I'm done. Cause man, I hate people. I hate dealing with customers. I just yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. So uh, let's just say, for example, if it's true, right? If it's three times the cost, and that means if you buy a flex, let's just say flex full retail for the entire kit is like seven k, roughly. Mm-hmm. No more than that. 
no, no, I went down, but let's just say seven for shits and giggles and make math easier because I'm stupid. So what, seven times three is what, 21? 21, yeah. So basically you need to make 20K off of it and over, over a certain amount of time. I'll tell you right now, I use it and I don't think I've made that much. I've paid for, the tool has paid for itself. That's mm-hmm. how I, how I've gauged my ROI. How, how many times has this tool paid for his, itself? Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, that's why I, when I started, I said Hex was the one because for the most part, my cloning jobs are between 275 to 350, depending on mm-hmm. the complexity of the module. Yeah. And also I have the, the do you text. Do you, What's that? Do you need it as bad as you think you do? Because <laughs> if it's like one of these expensive modules, like uh, like if it's like the N20, like that one, man, yeah, I charged a guy for 100 bucks one time for one of those mm-hmm. because that module's 2,800 bucks yep. roughly. Yep. So it's like, hey, man, like if you if you're gonna save money, I gotta charge you more. Mm-hmm. If it's a uh, E69. GM PCM that flagship one are selling for two for a dollar, whatever the hell they're selling them for. Um, then no, nah, I mean obviously you have to you have to go down on on your price, but I mean I I think minimum any cloning cloning job should be two seventy five. Yeah, at the, bare, uh, at the bare minimum. Well, especially if like you say that module is really expensive, new or, or it's not available, right? Uh, and you know that this is their only option. And on top of it, the dealer tells them they can't do a use. You get all those things working in your favor, and that's an easy number uh, to to get for a job <laughs> like that. You're, you're telling me, man. So I had one of my funniest stories is I have a body shop, and they're they're a pretty good shop. But one of the partners is kind of a jackass. So he calls me, and so actually he calls me in for for a for a body module or whatever. I'm knocking it out. He's like, "Hey man, my friend has this Jaguar. We're gonna buy a cluster. How much would you charge me to do it?" I'm like, "What year is it?" Like a 2002. It's like old legacy Jaguar. I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Like, I think I quoted him like 500 bucks because the only tool that will do it is Blue Box. Or if you if you just so happen to have the the old legacy STD, which it's it's out there, but it's not easy to it's not easy to get to, and then you still needed a VCM one or I guess basically what it is is that it's not an easy job to do, but I have a, I have the I have a blue box I can do it. So I'm like, yeah, man. but I was like, I ain't gonna be cheap, home slice. I think I told him like five hundred bucks or six. I told him some high ass number to do it. He's like, man, that's crazy. I'm like, dude, it's a twenty year old Jaguar. What do you want me to tell you? He's like, oh man, I'll just take it to Jaguar then for that. It's easy. It's cheaper to tow it there, have him do it, and then and I can tow it back and still be under five hundred bucks. He told me just like that. So, of course, helpful Tommy said, you know what, man? You're right, sir. You know, <laughs> go go right ahead. You're right. They're a lot cheaper than I am, for sure. She's like, were you just, you thought I was going to be cheaper than the dealer or something? He's like, no, nah, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm better than the dealer. He's like, how are you going to be better than the Jaguar dealer? I'm like, well, you're going to find out. So I went back to do my BCM, whatever. A week, a week later, a week went by. The the guy that I actually like talking to the the other the other owner is like, hey man, he's like, what's up with this damn Jaguar? I said, what about it, man? He's like, he's like, you can do the cluster on this. I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's he stood quiet. And you hear him. He's like, why the hell didn't you just give it to Tommy? <laughs> he's like, I'm like, what? Uh, he said I was too expensive. He said the dealer was cheaper. He's like, can you believe these fucking cocksuckers at Jaguar, they told me they can do it. We towed it to them. 
they they charged us an hour, like two hundred bucks, to tell us that they can't do it, <laughs> and then we had to tow it back. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what the hell i said dude i told him man i mean shit it is what it is man the tool isn't cheap man so i have to make my money off of it man if not there's no point sure he's like so if you knew they weren't gonna be able to do it why didn't you tell them and he wasn't like you know yelling at me he was just like why didn't you just tell them man so they, they couldn't do it i'm like sometimes sometimes sir lessons you gotta learn on your own mm-hmm I said, if he wouldn't have been such a jackass, I would have been. I would have happily told him, "Hey, man, you know, make sure they know it's this because they're not going to be able to do it. They don't support uh-huh. the tool anymore. The new program does not support this vehicle. I've been through this already. Blah blah blah." So I don't know. Right now that we we're telling me, you were telling me that I, uh, I, re- I remember, <laughs> I remember that day. <laughs> it was a great day. <laughs> and um, well, yeah, man. I mean, there's a big, there's a big rise in. in People like needing module services and and wanting yes. to wanting to do them, and you know it's just it's just like anything, man. Do your research, you know. Ask around. I'm usually an open book, except for like my own trade secrets. Sorry, you can you can find out on your own, but for the sure. most part, I uh, well, generally well, help out a lot of our industry peers when I can. Yeah, well, you've helped me out a ton too, and I appreciate that. But yeah, I get it. If you work really hard to uh, figure something out or be able to do something, and you put a lot of time into it, it's not something that you just want to hand out for free to everybody. Um, I I 100% understand that because I've had some of that myself where I'm like, oh, this is a ton of effort <laughs> to, to figure it's this out. Hours. Hours yeah, and hours yeah. of research and playing around, and that's why I'm so happy with my setup here, man. Because it's it's just so much quieter, man. I just I toss on a movie or some music, tell the wife leave me the hell alone, and <laughs> I just I just just go at it, man. It doesn't even seem like like work. Yeah, well, that that is the other thing is I think you have to really have a passion for doing that side of things, otherwise. I don't know. It would probably just be monotonous and too much if you weren't into it. If you weren't like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> that's that's what keeps driving me because I actually have fun doing it. Dude, I tell everybody, man, I'm so blessed. I love what I do. I hate people. I really do. But I, I actually really, I don't, I don't even wake up in the morning like, oh, today's gonna suck. Nah, man. Even that, I know I'm gonna have like that night, not that great of a day. I just, I truly mm-hmm. enjoy this. Ugh, I the rat race, the the learning. Like, dude. I came from selling used tires, man. And now I'm like repairing modules and doing this shit, man. I fixed my, my DOIP device. <laughs> the the oh, really? USB connector was kind of janky. So I just, I said, screw it. I'm going to fix it. Sure. So yeah. it's, 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 it's wonderful. The opportunities that have been presented to me, man. So, so that's why it's, it's, it's like Dutch says, man, you have to, you have to pay it forward and, you know, mm-hmm. make sure we leave this industry a better place than we found it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny. There's a, it's like a blurry line of where, okay. Are, you know, am I helping people out or am I giving too much away for free? And then in the way that you do it, I think is important. Like, are you just putting it out there on YouTube or Facebook for likes or are you specifically helping out, uh, some people who are working hard in the industry as professionals. Um, and like, why are you sharing this information? I, I think I, for me personally, I've been asking myself that lately. Okay. 
am I doing this to genuinely help someone out or am I trying to impress people with my fancy, whatever I did. Right. And trying to stay away from the latter. I just, uh, like I, I've, oh man, I piss people off all the time, man, with my, with my, with my comments and like, I hate, I hate YouTube. I don't hate YouTube. I hate like anything, man. Like anything can be used good or bad. Like I, you know, part of trained by techs and we've, uh, we've tried to use it to, to do some good in the industry and it's not a bad thing. It's just like, I feel certain things need to stay within us to you know better our industry and like knowledge needs to be earned like like if if sean does if you figure out how to i don't know crack some bmw module right you spend hours on it and you want to put that shit on youtube bro go right ahead 100 percent. i don't i don't give a flying fuck but if you show me how to do it and then i go and toss it on youtube because i want likes man i've said this to people's faces dude i got a problem with that because at that point, it's just it, to me. For me, it's about respect. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like I'm sorry, I'm not gonna change my mind. And I know we've had these conversations in some of the chat groups, and some people don't like it. But hey, man. I mean, I've never, for the most part, I've never been disrespectful about my commentary. So I'm just gonna keep saying my opinion. My opinion is that man, things are earned, and there's there's a sort of respect, and um. It needs to, it needs to happen, and with this module cloning stuff, man, people really don't realize, man, that the OEs don't want us doing this shit. There's a reason why these modules are becoming harder and harder, and mm-hmm. they're getting more difficult now. These now these these modules are coming with one type right MCUs. Now you got to replace an MCU if you want to clone it, or if you want to do anything to it. So it's kind of like, well, you know, one of the reasons between that is just it's a cat and mouse game, man. They really don't want us fixing their shit. They want you going back to them. Mm-hmm. But and so in the in the business standpoint, I understand it. But as like a consumer, as a person, dude, there is not enough technicians or dealers to fix all these pieces of shit on the road today. Right. So you know the, the you know they 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 screwed themselves, man. Mm-hmm. How many cars are sitting at the dealers right now waiting for GPEG modules? They're finally coming back into inventory, but dude, there was like a nine month wait on them for a bit. Yeah. There's a lot of Ford Focuses sitting around there, uh. dude. Did, did you know? Did you know? At one point, bro, there was ninety five thousand on back order. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it's at now, but I know they're still not getting new ones. I, I get calls all the time. Um, that's that's another one. I, uh, I hate uh, doing those. I hate doing uh, those because they all get them from Chang Wang on eBay. Yeah. So even after I tell them, bro, if this doesn't yeah. work, you're still paying me. I tell them. You better get four of them, and one might work if you're ordering yeah. them off of eBay or and Amazon. I'm charging you for each and every one of them, bro, because yep. I'm not wasting my time to help yep. you or help this customer. This yep. piece of shit should be in the junkyard. Fuck yeah. it. Well, and, Do humanity a favor. Uh, another <laughs> one out of four times the transmission is the problem, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the uh, misdiagnosis is, is so rampant with that hunk of junk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that, 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 uh, that transmission was oh, it's, totally it's, a bad design. It's awful. Um, uh, Mike Christofferson, though, gave me the tip, uh, so I want to give him credit. Um, uh, Flex is uh, really good for those when you get a Fiesta in a Focus or a Focus mm-hmm. in a Fiesta. Right, the, the, the hardware change, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, That's actually been one of the more common uses uh, for Flex for me recently um, was to swap those over because that's where – 
my local shops are getting them from is the used ones because the the new ones um from ebay or whatever are all junk and yeah they'll get them where you get the cluster codes and all that stuff and that'll swap it over pretty easily so that's been that's been handy yeah no it's um i'm telling you man that that all around i think if somebody wants to say screw it i want to get into this i want the best tool possible i've used ktag i haven't used kes3 but i'm fairly confident that they're going to be extremely similar Mm -hmm. um and flex uh you know i used dim i I used uh dim sport not too long ago that one's actually i like i don't haven't used it enough to say i have an opinion on it but for the few minutes i spent playing with it i kind of liked it actually transdata I was just um, going to ask you about Transdata. I've seen it. I don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah, I don't. I, I've used it once. I actually like the interface. The layout seems good. Price is a little, little bit more affordable. I just don't know if it does transmissions. See, that's that was the the seller for me was the, was the transmissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those BMW ones. I mean, there's no other ways around it. But again, you know, we're talking about time versus, you know, versus use for practicality. And and I don't know so far. If 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 I had like a you know an open wallet for 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 cloning, I think I'd start with Flex. I think that would be my okay my my number one tool. One that, that gets a really good you know runner up for me would be VF two. Okay. It's just it's such a niche tool though. It's like that's 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 it's for the, the Hyundai's right? Yeah, Hyundai Kia tool basically. I mean, it does a lot more obviously, but that's its bread and butter. And it's like eh, I've been okay without it. Yeah. Do you guys have emissions testing in yes, Chicago? Okay. That's that's for we don't have it here and so like in the rare case where I might need a VIN changed on one of those, like I'll send it to one of you guys, but I I haven't yet and I don't see it. I mean, being... I've been able to do them all. It's just again, how easy do you want it? Like, like oh, if you don't gotcha. have VF2, it, it it's some especially the 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 older we're not even that they're not even that old. Uh, those I think they're Denzo or Delphi, Delphi okay. or Denzo. Okay. I don't fucking remember. It's that piece of shit ass computer. I hate. <laughs> um, how about some entry level uh, tools? Uh, I mean, we're talking about the big guns here, but like um, the AR thirty two. Um, so, that- okay, so AR thirty two isn't well received by a lot of people because when I use or uh, when i use it i feel like i'm playing oregon trail i'm just waiting for the little little (laughs) cart to come out and then jenny died of dysentery type of shit and you know you get eaten by wolves or some other dumb shit yeah because it's in das so it's kind of just command prompt but the more there's a funny story with that right i bought ar32 the same time i bought my im when i got the 400 uh, the 600 i mean for the the lifetime the lifetime update one so mm-hmm. this is like 2018 i think early 2018 and i've only like really used it last year okay because i fucking i hated the interface like i hated the fact that i had to like figure out where i was going to find an express card adapter yep. for my cf i hated that i i couldn't even down- like man it just sucked and yeah. then once i once i got it going i'm like bro what the hell am i doing here like like it just, it just didn't, it didn't fit, it didn't flow right with me. You know, it wasn't pretty. Like I just, I didn't catch an interest. No. But when Mike and when Mike uh, started 
you know, showing how powerful that tool is to this day. Okay, because I'll be honest with you, man. A lot of people ask me for EEPROM tips, man, but I don't really like doing board work too much. Like, I was always, again, I never had time to practice it until now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I always find it, I found it a little bit intimidating, nervous, and at the shop, you're, I got to go. Like I, So I just never wanted to do it. So by far, it is the best in-circuit reader you will ever buy, hands down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling anybody, if you want to get into EEPROM, you have no excuse to buy one. Matter of fact, if you guys want to buy AR and are concerned about which laptop to use, hit me up. I built an AR station for my new desk at the house, mm-hmm. and I went through a lot of shit because I couldn't find the PCI card, which I did find later. I couldn't find one, and I was trying to get my laptop to work, so I researched a docking station from Dell. I found a stupid docking station that 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 um that I was told fit my my new laptop, and I actually called John from AR Labs, and he was really helpful. He actually pretty much told me what was going on, or what he suspected. So basically, my machine isn't on the list of compatibilities, but somebody told me it fit. So okay. it did fit. It actually fit, and everything worked except for the serial port. Okay. So. I found uh, older Dell pretty cheap, busted up, ugly, and I was like, you know what, man, uh, it's worth it. I got it for forty bucks off of eBay. I plug, I, I popped it in, and boom, she works. Fire right. Nice, out. nice. Yeah, so it's and it's a it's still a, a Windows. It's a Windows seven machine. It's thirty two bit, so you can run it on the on the actual OS, or you can do a bootable drive. Like I, I just did a bootable drive. Yeah, that's the way I did it too. Is just on a thumb drive, and then if it's plugged into my CF-19, it'll boot up that way. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then it goes normal. Yeah, so, so if you guys don't want to buy like a ancient CF or you want something a little bit faster, a little bit better, or whatever, just hit me up. I'll, I'll walk you through what I did. Sweet. But hands down, man, like that tool is it's, it's, it's phenomenal how powerful it is. Uh, another tool that me and Pedro ended up, fun, ended up buying on his on his research was uh, M- people that make Smock. You ever heard of Smock? I've heard of it. I've never so used it. So they they made a programmer, uh, uh like a, like an in circuit reader too. Mm-hmm. Man, that little tool is. It's also been able to do everything I threw at it. Honestly, okay. like it's been and it's Windows based. Like you can plug it into this one. You know, it doesn't require that much setup. There's only one problem. They stopped making it. <laughs> me, oh. me, me and Pedro bought the last ones. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called MBE Prog Follow LA CarTech. Um, maybe you know it was a run or something. Maybe chip shortage. Maybe they'll bring it back. But the thing is, man, EEPROM readers aren't super popular in circuit because most people just yank them off and read them out of circuit. Which you know, realistically, it is the safest way. I mean, of course. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've I've used AR and I've used this MBE reader. Shit, man! On the night and on the ninety-three family chips, I've used all tone circuit, and I've been <laughs> successful. I think the biggest the biggest problem with auto is you need to like pretty much be one hundred percent accurate at which chip you're giving it. There's no way to uh, adjust voltages; it does it for you. And I think that's their biggest issue, okay. my opinion. Like I said, I'm not I'm no EEPROM master, but that's that's what I what I feel is their biggest issue. User yeah. error. It's I, not. I, it's not user friendly for for EEPROM stuff at all. You kind of have to know a little bit going in. 
I, I've had some issues there too, where I've had to work on some stuff and then other things. Yeah, it, it just, just I thought I was doing something wrong, no. beating my head no, against no. the wall, and then yeah, I try another tool, mm-hmm. uh, and it works fine. Another the first time. another little tool that's a must, man, is the TL eighty six, man. The the mini pro, mini the little gray. Yeah, the little thing. gray sixty dollar. Good lord, that little fucking tool can do a lot. It's just a little cumbersome, but yeah, man, that little tool does a lot. I mean, it does a lot for sixty bucks, and then if you want the adapters and stuff, I think it's like closer to a hundred for the tool. Okay, something like that. So if you're you're getting into EEPROM, my opinion, these tools are hands down another tool that's really really good and also good at reading MCUs. If you don't want to buy Smock or uh, Xprog, is VVDI Prog. Yeah, that's one of the first ones I got. Mm-hmm. That's a great little tool, man. It's mm-hmm. just not a good in circuit EEPROM reader. It really isn't. Yeah, um, and then you can expand off with the other VVDI stuff, uh, the VVDI two, um, and do quite a bit uh, with with those tools. Um, and like you say, I think with a lot of that stuff, there's some extra work to do, um, maybe compared to some of the more expensive ones. But it it works. It, it does yeah. what it says it will. Yeah. But again, you know, VVDI, Auto, they all clone stuff from each other. If you guys want to get like the big boy tools, it would be like Smock. Um, Xprog is actually the tool that VVDI Prog gets most of its stuff from, from mm. what I was told. Okay. Um, in terms of like a cheap cloner tool, and again, I had a not a great experience with the tool when it first came out, but it's been through several updates. It's, it's FC200 by CGDI. A lot of people swear by this tool. They say it's really, really good. It works really well. I can't, I can't speak on it. I just can tell you what I've heard from people who are, you know, I, have, I, I, I would say they're, they're reputable. So that's also a tool. I think it's like seven or 800 bucks or something like that. The updates okay. I think are a couple under a couple hundred a year. Okay. But hands down, man, if you want to get into module cloning and you you got like a small budget, man, I think I think Hex is your best bet, man. And again, okay. ACDP is is a really solid bet, but it's it's just it's going to cost you more to do all the stuff you want it to do. Like sure. with Hex, is this is it? If you you can buy some modules, like some some bench harnesses and stuff like that, but there it's not like it's necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, the setup is good. The wires are like I like. I just like Hex a lot, man. I think it's such a such a great tool. I check that one out. Yeah, I just haven't uh, haven't added that. You yet, don't need but... it, honestly. Like it, I you. There is no reason for you to invest. Mm-hmm. You have, um, you have such other you know solutions that that just work better that you already have invested in. But yeah, no, I like Hex a lot. Okay. Um. I'm just looking at my list here that I had. Uh, I, IO terminal. We I've talked about that on the podcast before, mm-hmm. um, and I think that uh, again is an example of what is your market and what are you doing. And I do just a boatload of GM transmissions, mm-hmm. um, and I use I use the GM software, the factory stuff, as much as possible because I like yeah, to get the even, warranty, but. Yeah, even then you run even into scenarios where it doesn't no, and, work. And then, and then or you run into this scenario, man. You get some of these like shitty ass reman remanufacturer companies. They uh-huh. run, they run, um, they run reman conductor plates. They, I mean, conductor plates. Uh, look at me, reman techums. And yep. yeah, they, they have, have they won't flash. They're, yep. They won't flash. So 
Yep. What is, you know, I bust out my I.O. and my harness and boom, 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 I'm done. If mm-hmm. I'm feeling nice, I'll update it. If not, then I'll run because either which way, this thing's a piece of shit. It ain't going to last too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's already going to be uh, – there's going to be a torque converter shutter already on it. Oh, so, yeah, you already uh, know. But, so, yeah, so if that, you're GM specific, like that's a fantastic – I think that's a must-have tool if you're doing a bunch of GM programming. Yeah, uh, so like with, with I.O., if I were to go back – I never used uh, the the BCM. I always end up just e- e-proming them for some odd reason. For GM Man, or Ford? For GM. Okay. No, no. So now when when I bought my setup, I bought full GM and then I fought, I bought Ford BCM. I would say the one of the best tools of an ROI in terms of time would be IO, and. At the time, that body shop that I was telling you about, they have a contract with the city of Chicago Park District, and all they 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 went through a rash of BCMs around that same time too. They were taking me an hour, hour and some change between all the you know doing doing the getting keys together and doing all this stuff. I was in there for an hour and a half programming BCMs for them. With this bad boy, boom, 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 ten minutes, I'm in and out. I bench the, I'll bench one and I'll run the other one through OBD and bam, I'm done. You're supposed to bench them both, but I, I, I've always done them OBD. If they don't calm, then, then yeah, I'll take them off. I'll have them take them off and then I'll bench them. Mm-hmm. But that's, that tool has been my best ROI tool in terms of time. In terms of money, I'm, I may, I mean, I'm, I'm already in the green, of course. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, it saved my butt so many times because again, you know, you show up to a shop and it's a used module and sorry, man, I can't do it. No, man, it's 250. 300 bucks i'll get it to work mm-hmm. yep well, and then, but then that, I, that also comes with caveats sorry to interrupt you oh no you're good um, um i was just gonna say it saved me in a scenario where gm wouldn't work because their tech line connect is oh. jacked you know um and just being able to complete a job and get the get the shop what they need that's that's huge for me rather than having to walk away and come just back just don't do what i did always go back with a scan tool and reset the adapters <laughs> <laughs> i had yeah. one shifting horribly and it it was the adaptive values were all still for the other transmission that was a piece of sure. shit yep yep <laughs> and um no man with uh oh man damn it i lost my train of thought that's what happens when you get old, guys. Don't get old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell well, was I saying? I had a good um, point to make, but now I forgot. Yeah, sorry. I was just talking no, about the I.O. and the use, use trans and stuff. Um, oh, uh, so I.O. with uh, the one thing to look out for I.O., um, some of the module cloning for ECMs is not complete, so you guys have to be really careful with that. Um, the, oh, the other thing I was wanting to say, GM EPS, I don't know, man. I mean, I've used it once or twice. I, I've never, I've never really yeah. got into it. One you time. Know, but it's, I guess it's good to have, but definitely ECM, TCM, and Ford BCM. Uh, RFA Hub saved my biscuits one time. Uh, uh, I let the rolling code expire and I, uh, it was late. And I just said, screw it. I just cloned it. <laughs> I just cloned it and shipped it. Nice. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely a neat little tool. It's definitely uh, 
it's definitely worth the money. It's it's just it's not it's just one of those tools, man. It's like it really isn't expensive, right? But then once you start adding it up, it's just like oh shit, man, this bastard kind of it's kind of pricey. Mm-hmm. So make sure you research what uh what uh what sims you need, and you know sometimes the tool goes on sale too, so take advantage of the sales as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an example where you kind of can uh, uh, separate it out and buy different parts. Mm-hmm. You know, at a time, kind of like the ACDP, where you don't necessarily have to buy it all at once. Um, yep. And that's a good option for, you know, people that are just getting into it, too. Like, what am I doing the most of? GM, ECM, TCM. You get a lot done with just that package, and then you can add on something later if you want. But, yeah, that that Ford BCM, man, does that save some freaking time? That, that's, now, the only problem that I run into is, like, getting bad reads from a corrupt or bad module, wet module, or I had one, what the hell happened to me? Oh no, not me, but Kevin was reporting on one. And I think this happened to me, man, but I was just like, F you guys, you probably just misdiagnosed it. Um, it was a BCM that, uh, he had an issue where the fault actually went over and moved over to the other BCM as well. Mm, and it was like one okay. of those, like the turn signals and ops and stuff like that. So I forgot what he did to to fix it, but I, I think he ended up virginizing it and then just flashing it. Okay. Cause that's the thing, right? It's like, um, those BCMs, Ford does not like flashing them used. I've never been successful in, in, in doing one with IDS. I've never, yeah. I've never been successful. So if I have to do a, a used one, then yeah, I usually just, uh, with IDS, like if I don't have a read from the original, then I have to flash it. Uh huh. So I just usually like virginize it and then run. Yeah, I I had an explorer, and that, that's probably one thing to say is it does not work on all of the the BCMs. There's some, and I don't know if it's a different. Somebody said it was a different processor and a new one, um, but I had a Ford, is it an Edge or an Explorer? One of the SUVs where it read the old one. And it said it flashed the new one, but it was so jacked. Like mm-hmm. y- you would have thought you had a bad module in there and I had to go back in and just actually do it the the IDS way. And then everything was, mm-hmm. was fine. But yeah. It means you got a bad read from the, from the donor, from the, original. okay. Okay. Like it was probably like, like, so it's usually like my rule of thumb is this, well, what happened to it? Oh yeah. Like it, this, this injector doesn't like, uh, no, I'm sorry. Like a relay doesn't work. All right, cool. I'll take a read. Mm-hmm. Right, what happened to this one? Oh, it doesn't communicate because it, it got full of water. All right, that's that's a waste of time. So gotcha. I just, I just go the right way. Okay, okay. It also really helpful for parameter resets, man. Security relearns. Mm, yes, yes. Um, we're just on the GM side of things, too, for the engine control modules. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do the rest of it with SPS, um, but uh, getting around that security is... <laughs> that's it's faster to do it that way. Shit, than man! Not even minutes. that, man. The heater, the 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 oxygen sensor heater values, the uh, the CKP, Cam crank, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's just a, such a great time saving tool, man. But yeah, um, the the GM modules. It does. There's a few of those engine control modules where it won't um, read, and then because it can't read, write all of the. Uh, calibrations so you end up with a 600 code after you're done and have to finish it up with sps so that i i think that's a good example of just so much of this where there's 
you're going to get into this. And like you say, it's kind of the wild west. There's not necessarily a set of rules and you're going to mess stuff up. You're going to run into things. You're like, uh, what do I do now? Um, so it, it's a little bit, I, I think, um, you know, just cumbersome to take on and jump into because you're going to be up against all kinds of weird obstacles as you progress through it. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely learning curves, man. That nobody, for, for for whatever, like nobody really wants to to share or do the research and stuff. But it's uh, it's really it's to me, it's a thrill of like, yeah, nobody can do it. The dealer can't do it, so I can do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's always a good thing to to stand to stand out from everybody, especially like if you're in an ultra competitive market like I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find the find the hardest stuff to do and get good at that, and that's where you can set yourself up pretty well. Oh yeah, and um, there was another tool that I was gonna that I was thinking about talking about. Man, I just I can't remember it right now. So many goddamn tools. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Just you know, another thing too is is like starting off, man. Like. Yeah, there's a bunch of cheap Chinese cloners that you can buy, and you know, like I said, I've bought a bunch of them, and I still buy them here and there just to play around with them if they're cheap enough. Uh-huh. But just know this, man: if, when you're starting out, like again, you may or may not have somebody who can help you. So that issue you run into is you don't know if you're doing something wrong or the tool is doing something wrong. Uh-huh. You buy something like Flex or or K Tag or Cast or whatever. Uh, nine times out of ten, it's not the tool; it's 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 you. You know, of mm-hmm. course, there's always exceptions, but that's the that's the difference between buying like a quality programmer between versus a Chinese clone. Sure. Yeah, and if you're doing something for the first time, that's a tough call to make. Like, am I doing everything right? Do, do I have every single wire soldered on there correctly in the right spot? And uh, you know, there's so many stupid mistakes that you can make along the way doing this stuff that will prevent it just from reading or whatever. Um, but I don't know, that's where the learning comes from is working through that shit. Yeah, man. It's uh it's fun. Like it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's challenging. Um, it's very a puzzle. Challenging. Yeah, it's very challenging, very fun. Um but the reward for me is high, you know, not even money wise, but I mean it's it all in all, it's just it's a great experience for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you you don't do a lot of cloning, do you? Or you do it, or do you do it mainly for like um I guess my question, I'm sorry, that's a stupid question. Um, do you do mail-in, like, cloning and stuff like that? Or you, the people uh, do something, would you, you do it? Or like, it's just for your customer base? Yeah, I've done a handful of it for people that have reached out uh, through the podcast, but it's not a regular thing. Most of it is done uh, through the shops. Um, definitely it. not opposed to it. It's just... Um, yeah, finding enough time to, yeah. <laughs> to do it all. That's well, my problem. Well, for me, for me, it's been, and you know, you can edit this out later if you don't want to hear my, 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 my commercial. <laughs> but for me, I got into selling modules, man. Yeah. Um, I really, uh, I really felt like it was the next, the next step for me is, you know, now it's not just Diag and it's, it's just like, it's evolution for me. For me, it's like I said, if it wasn't for my, constant need to just better myself i'd probably still be chucking used tires but you know i went from diag to electrical and to diag to pro to you know programming keys to flashing modules to making keys to you know um 
to cloning modules, and I just decided to, you know what, I might, might just take a step further and just start selling them. Sure. You know, I, I linked up, I helped some junkyards out some jams, and now they help me out with modules. Like, I get them from them, I look over them, I sell them. Shit, sometimes I sell them back to them. Because uh, they just don't want to, they don't want to deal with the, the, uh, the comebacks. One of them, one of my shops is probably one of the, one, one of the, my yards is probably one of the best ones in the nation in terms of, like, profitability and the sheer size. Um, and, uh, yeah, the guy just was like, man, just come get them all. I nice. don't, I don't sell them. Like I, I sell them, like I get, they get comebacks and like, I don't have time for that, man. I'm trying to sell like money making items. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Um, well, how do you handle it when, okay, somebody orders a module or buys a module from you, you know, you program it up on the bench, uh, obviously depends on the vehicle. They get it into the car and, oh, it doesn't start or the mobilizer lights on or whatever. Um, what What's your process there? So I'm, I'm working on a solution for some of that, but for the most part, um, I've been able to do like when it's when it's it, I guess what I'm saying is it's going to be always a case by case basis, depending on sure. the module. And I'll tell uh. you flat out, like, listen, man, I can help you. I've ha- I have lost some sales due to like not them not having like you know a J device or whatever, but I'm working on something for that too. Like I think I'm gonna have like uh my own like little remote device that I can ship out with a module and then you know okay can, you know you just give me a deposit and then when you're done ship it back you get your money back and I just you know I'll port forward and I'll I'll finish the job for you. Obviously I'm you know depending on how much work I got to put in I'm gonna charge you more. But yeah. at this point right now, it's it's totally dependent on the module. If it's like a e, if it's like a E sixty nine and stuff like that, it'll work one hundred percent. As long as you're you know I get a good read from your module and everything's good, it'll 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 work. I mean I stand by my modules. I mean I mm-hmm. uh, I go I most of I have a lot of customers out of state and they 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 can find modules and they'll still call me. And they have you know, programming equipment themselves, but it's just probably some of these hard oddball ones or for whatever reason. But yeah, they, uh, they always call me. Okay. So yeah, it's just case by case basis, man. I mean, for the most part, like, like, like for example, if they're, they're, if they're the global A modules that they don't like being like programmed all too well, yeah. then I, I ask them for the old module. Okay. And if, if not, then I send them a, a virginized one. Because some of those they don't they don't like being put on the bench. Okay. Uh, they'll lose their VIN. A couple stuff. A couple things happens to them. Happens to them. So I've just learned which modules I can get away with and which ones I can't. That, sure. So that's 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 pretty much it, man. I honestly haven't had any any issues so far with. Oh, that's with, good. Uh, with uh, with my uh, with my services, man. I, I, I again, like I said, man, I. My name is is worth more than money, man. So I, I go above and beyond when I can, <laughs> unless it's yeah. feasible. Like now, if you nuke my module, then I uh, sorry, bro, I can't. Help <laughs> right. Um, I I actually have one right now. So I did it for a shop, and then the module is mailed to a different state, sort of deal, and it doesn't start. Um, but it didn't start before, and so I'm trying to like you know, work through these people and try to figure it out. And I'm just like, I wonder how often this happens. Like, I like to see the finished product. I think it's what I'm getting at. Like, I like to put it on the car. I did one today. 
that was a BMW too. I went to the shop. I was like, Hey, let's slap this on there, fire it up, make sure we're good. All right, cool. Now I'll collect my money. I, I like that feeling. It makes me feel more, um, confident, but I suppose it's probably just repetition and you've done mm-hmm. this module X amount of times, you know, it's going to work. You're not concerned about so, it. So, I mean, I'll be, I'll be a little, a little forward too, man. I actually like, I'm not FS1. Fuck mm-hmm. it. I, I know it's not professional to name people's names, but I don't give a shit. That company sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had customers like, man, you're, you're a lot more than FS1. And I'll just tell them the truth. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm better than what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Is it the same module? Probably. I'm not going to lie, but at least mine is going to work. I guarantee mine's to work and I'll, I'll be there for you. Now I do, and my invoices, I do specify that I am not responsible for misdiagnosis. Sure. You know, and, and also one thing that I do have, I'll give you an example. Let's say Sean, you know, your, your, your shop, we're friends on Facebook, which is why I like Facebook for this. Um, yeah, man, shoot me a personal message. Hey, yeah, man, I need this E69 or whatever module. I'm like, hey, I got you, man. So then I start, I know what I can do. Yeah, this is that module. The only way I can do that one is I need a hundred percent clone. Um, this is how much I charge. I need your module, but I will ship them. I will ship. Your, I will ship your module. I, I will ship your module back, or if I need the core, I'll keep the core. Whatever you know, whatever I come up with at the time. So I go and I uh, and I tell them, you know, like yeah, you know, I don't my my warranty is you know x amount of time. I don't cover your I don't cover your misdiagnosis, and I don't cover like say for example if you're replacing this for like a bad a bad driver for whatever reason, you need to fix that first. So I do like my own little interrogation process. I talk to them. I help them out. I'll talk them out of it if I don't feel like they need one. <laughs> yeah, I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> you know, because I, I do get, like, a lot. Like, especially uh, the ones that make me feel sketchy is when they ask me for a, a PCM for a Toyota. <laughs> yeah. I had one today. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yep. So, no, it's 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 an interesting business. Uh, I like it a lot. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I like helping people. Again, I'm not the cheapest one there, but you know, I I can get I can get things done. Yeah, and I think cool. right at right now with these last modules I bought, I think I'm at like thousand. Oh damn! Yeah, do you keep them all at the shop mm-hmm. or? Uh, yeah, at the shop. How do you organize all that? Like you got an inventory set up, <laughs> but oh. I, I I have a, I have a rough idea. Like at least for me right now. Um, I have them all separate, so I I kind of know what I have and I don't have, you know. Okay. And if I if I don't have it, then I I deal with so many people that I can get one. Got so it. I, I the only ones that I have trouble finding right now are like oddball modules, and you know I never really liked Ford, but ever since I started selling their mo- selling modules for Ford, I really hate Ford. Like no matter how much, like dude, you can have one module and you can. You know, you can get it for like 50 bucks and then you'll look up the next one and it's $700, the same car. <laughs> like, the hell? Yeah, dude, it's just so weird. Goofy. Yeah, that's the one thing I do hate about Ford. But everything else, man, like, yeah, I, I can, I helped the guy find one, but it was so expensive that it wasn't even worth, uh, it wasn't even worth me because it, anytime you buy a module, man, like, there's always a risk, like, you know, I can go through them, I can look at them, but at the end of the day, I don't know if it has a bad processor. I don't know if it has this and it has that. And again, you have the diagnostic. Now you have an extra uh, uh, variable that you don't like, right? Mm-hmm. So then, uh, 
it has to be worth worth it for me. I have to buy it cheap enough to be able to make a good profit on it. If not, then it's just not worth it. Not just you know, like hey, you know, I found this guy has it here. Reach out to him. He'll he'll talk to you. Okay. Yeah, I do, I've done that too. Gotcha. Oh, and yeah, that, there's a there's a lid for every pot. There's a right customer for. Every shop out there, so sometimes it makes more sense to send them. Yeah, go deal with this guy. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I have a pile of these stupid Focus TFCMs here that I'm trying to trying to work through, and they've been they've been really just kicking my butt, honestly, because I want to yeah. try to repair them, and they're, they're easy to repair, man. It's just opening those pieces of shit, oh, man. No, it's I, fucking. I got the opening down. You got the opening down? Yes. I can have one open in five minutes um, and not damage it. I've done enough, but um, I'm having – maybe I'll get one and show you after we're done talking, Mm -hmm. but I'm having trouble with the soldering and and making it a legit repair, so I don't know. I'm I'm probably doing something wrong, but – All right, we'll look at it. I mean, I haven't done one, but I've talked to people who are fixing them now and – Okay. They're saying they have a pretty high success rate. Yeah. Well, f- uh, so I have a whole bench set up. Um, I got clutch motors and a range position sensor and all that stuff and plug-ins. So I can plug it in and test it. And a lot of them are the clutch motor circuits. Um, so it's just yeah, a matter of getting in there. But um, yeah. I have so many tranny shops that are just desperate for these things with stupid focuses sitting around that aren't going anywhere. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. a yeah. Let me know. I got you. Cool, cool. Um, yeah. Any other tools that we didn't cover? I'm trying to think of. Man, I swear we had one, else. but it's not on the list. I just checked it right now. I know it was ACDP. I know we didn't talk too much about the CGDI stuff, but that's it's a. There's nothing special about them except for their their price and they're they're pretty user friendly. I like the, I like the tool. Okay. Anything made by CGDI. Um, there's some new stuff on the market, but I just don't, I don't like speaking on stuff I don't have Gotcha. or, or have used or know somebody that has used them and, and it and is a reputable source for me. Okay. So, yeah. So right now, I mean, I think those are, those would be like the, the biggest heavy hitters in, in my, in my opinion. And, you know, one of the, one of the things that I, uh, I want to touch on is, uh, the, the time and, and the investment, man, it's not, it's not easy. It's, it's a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, to, to, to repeat myself, really, really understand your market, really know what people have asked you to do, you know, and farm it out. If, if there's nothing wrong with farming things out, farm it out, make a, make a markup. Just if I, if somebody tells you, give me a week, tell them, tell the customers a couple weeks, you know, you really don't lose anything, and mm-hmm. you look like a hero. And then and, and it gets to a point where you're gonna keep looking for stuff. Uh, you're gonna keep you're gonna keep farming this workout. Then you'll get to a point where you'll want to do it yourself, and then you'll you'll be able to see what you what you need. That's that'll be probably like my my best advice to anybody out there that wants to you know yeah. get into solutions. Well, it's just like when you're uh, starting tech in a shop. If you borrow a tool more than two or three times, okay, well, it's probably a good time to go buy that tool, right? So then if you're if you're farming out three, four of these modules, okay, and now it makes sense for me to invest the time and the money into this thing. But um, yeah, if you're rarely doing it, it's probably not going to pay itself back to 
invest all the effort and time into something like this. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You get you you'll get what you give, and you gonna give a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many uh, many uh, late nights uh, spent dinking around with this stuff, trying to figure it out. Yep, that's uh, that's the plan for me too. Plus, working on some other stuff, so we'll see. We'll see where it takes us. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for uh, sharing all this with me and everybody yes, else. Sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for having me on for like the twenty fifth time. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's twenty four. So no. Wow. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for today's episode. Big thank you to Tommy for sharing all that knowledge with us. Greatly appreciated. Um, if you're interested in these tools, I'm going to try and include as many links in the show notes as possible. Um, there are a lot of sources to buy some of these tools. Some of these are outside of the U.S. market if you're listening in the U.S. And so and you might have to do some searching as far as purchasing these tools. But what I will do at the bare minimum is I will list in the show notes the tools we talked about. Okay, so they'll at least be written down. There may not be a link included uh, to where to purchase it. You can do your own research there, um, but at least you have, okay, what did we talk about? What's out there? Uh, and then you can proceed from there based on the advice that was given. So i uh, also like to thank everybody for listening to the show. Always appreciate it. But with that all out of the way, let's get out there and start fixing the world one car at a time.